0: Thank following content is not intended as a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Hello and welcome everyone to Always Another Way podcast. My name is Marina Sprocky Spriggs. And I have a master's in professional counseling. I am the Ippie Award winning author of Stop Looking for a Husband, Find the Love of Your Life, and Nasty Divorce A Kids Eye View. I write positive divorce advice for the Huff Post, and I'm trained in clinical hypnosis. And this podcast speaks to out of the box thinkers, and it's for those who hear the call of hope and always another way. And if you're extremely rigid and set in your beliefs, then this probably isn't your cup of tea. However, you should note, taste can and do change. And I just want to thank everybody, all everybody who listens to the podcast, shares the podcast. I really, really appreciate every single one of you. And if you could, I would extra, extra appreciate if you told all your friends, your neighbors, everybody you know, to find Always Another Way podcast on any podcast app. You can also catch us on YouTube and live stream. And today, we have a super, super great show. We're going to talk about uplifting content because the world needs more of it, and that is for sure. But to kind of bring that in there, I want to read you a passage exerted from uh, Martin Lindstrom's book called brand-washed tricks companies use to manipulate our minds and persuade us to buy. So in 1957, a journalist named Vance Packard wrote a book called The Hidden Persuaders. It was a book that pulled back the curtain on all of the psychological tricks and tactics companies and their marketers and advertisers were using to manipulate people's minds and persuade them to buy. And it was shocking, and it was groundbreaking. And it was controversial and it's nothing compared to what's going on in the marketing and advertising worlds today and if you've ever watched the news you know how it works if it bleeds it leads and then also something deadly in your area tune in at 11 for this deadly thing it's always because if everything was a-okay and we knew that we're actually safer in the world today than we have ever been, you wouldn't watch because our brains are wired to keep us alive so that fear is always on alert. So if you're watching any time of any type of mainstream media news on the regular, or if you're just cruising Facebook or Twitter with all those news feeds, your blood pressure is probably up because I know that happens to mine. And then you get fearful and you worry, and then it's, we're all going to hell in a handbasket. But we're not. So, what can you do? And, um, but before I introduce my guest, I just want to tell you how super cool she is. And this is a testament also to her character, but also just about the climate in the world and how we can just be to each other. So, um, when I set up the podcast, you know, I have a calendar written down of all the dates, you know, and I reach out to people to book them. And for some reason, I had, I do it on Thursdays, I had July 18th written down. So I'd, I'd reached out to her and just everything, July 18th, you know, yes, 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 yes we're on. And then yesterday, she's like, um, are you calling me? I was like, no, it's tomorrow. And then pointed out that very nicely, uh, everything you said is the 18th. So, oh my gosh, you know, profusely sorry, like, and she had just got back from Japan, is jet lagged, woke up to do this. And, you know, so of course... I feel super bad, profusely apologized, but she was so cool about it. I mean, she could have just been like, screw you, lady. You know, like, I I got up, I did this, you're not there, I've wasted my time, you know, rearranged things. But she's like, you know what? Things happen. It's not the end of the world. And that's probably why she does what she does. So please welcome Ione Butler. Ione is a British-born actress, host, voiceover artist, and entrepreneur, based in Los Angeles. She launched Uplifting Content in March 2016 and is on a mission to inspire, uplift, and motivate humanity by creating and sharing Uplifting Content and encouraging people to pursue their passions and to be of service of others. And I'll tell you, she is a model of that. So please, welcome to the show, Ione. Hello. Hello. Hi, <laughs> hey, how are you? So, thank you. So yes, today is the
1: day. <laughs> Made it happen. I love it. <laughs> Perfect. S- yeah. So oh, thank you for sharing that. It's it's funny. You, um sometimes I just I have to sort of stop and check myself and decide to make that choice, you know, to to, to how 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 do we deal with the situation? To get annoyed and frustrated about it, which achieves what? Nothing, or uh- just to go, Okay, that's happened. Let's get on with it, you know. Right. And then just how cool
0: it was. And I was just, I mean, I told everybody, I'm like, this girl is so cool because I was just in between clients and just obviously mortified because, you know, I gave you all the wrong date. I mean, and I know what it's like to be on something, you reserve your time and you know, all this and just, I'm like, Oh my gosh. And it could just easily be, you know, cause I've been irked before when stuff have happened, but you're right. You could just, you could be irked for forever and that's not going to do anything or all right. What's next?
1: I have another funny example. So I I just got back from Japan and uh, the day before I left for Japan, I, um, I was speaking at an event and the, the, Friday, the Friday night, the power had gone out. There was this explosion. A tree had come down. Power lines had gone out in my neighbourhood. We had no power during the middle of a heat wave. It was crazy. So, all my neighbours were like, stay out of the house. It's awful. Like, we're not gonna get the power back for 24 hours. And I was like, damn, I've got like a talk tomorrow. I've got to get ready for it and stuff. So, I stayed at a friend's. And then, on Saturday morning, I got up and my friend was like 20 minutes away from my place. So, as I was rushing to leave, I just put my address in and it said 30 minutes. And I was like, oh, that's a bit strange, whatever. And I was like, you know, I've got to get ready for the, for the talk. So, I'm driving, driving back. And then, 30 minutes go by and I'm like three minutes away from my destination. And I don't recognize any of the freeways that I'm on. And I was like, this is peculiar. Like, surely I'd know I'd recognize the freeway by now. So, I look on my map and i'm in santa ana i put my address in so i just put my address and just accidentally clicked the same street in santa ana and driven half an hour <laughs> to santa ana oh no and then when i was like and then when i put my thing back to my address i was an hour away from home and i was just like oh my god i was like you absolute moron something that should have taken me 20 minutes to get home Ended up taking an hour and a half. And then I was just like, because you know, I had no power in my apartment. It was like a hundred degrees. I had to go to a friend's and get ready. And like I had this talk that I still wanted to prepare for. And and again in that moment, I decided I could either be infuriated by that or just laugh at how stupid it was. So I just called a bunch of friends and family just to like, can we just laugh at how stupid that is right now and find it amusing rather than like be mad? And again, it's it's a choice. And there was a time where I would always jump to being so angry and frustrated by things and you just don't need to, you know? Right
0: on, <laughs> right on. So let's ask you, so um, you know, you're an actress, a voiceover artist, and what took you from like, okay, I'm, I'm doing this gig, I'm successful at it and I wanna do something else. I wanna have a podcast, I wanna do this uplifting content. What, what kind of was the seg there?
1: It's interesting because since I moved to LA I've been really lucky and my dream is always to be able to um, support myself and pay for my life through acting. And through like about a year and a half into L.A., that was what I was doing. My income was all coming from acting and it was, it was amazing. Um, but I, I didn't feel like I was getting to like the next level, the level that I wanted to be at with stuff. Um, and I was starting to just get really frustrated with where I was at. Um, also, you know, when I look at a lot of TV, It's not really the messages that I want to be spreading, and kind of interesting what you were talking about before about the whole marketing thing. Um, You know, I really don't like commercials, and it's like, why am I running around LA trying to get in a commercial? Oops. Other than trying to sell people cars to make their lives better, like, that's not what I stand for, you know? Um, and then also other sort of TV shows and stuff. And so, for me, um, uplifting content came about from wanting to take ownership of something, wanting to create something that I could stand behind um, and deliver something that is really important. And a lot of people do need to feel uplifted. They don't want to hear about these horror stories and all these horrible things happening in the world. And it makes me so mad because it's not a fair representation of reality. I'm not talking about Burying your head in the sand and ignoring what's going on in the world. Like, that's foolish. And I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that for all these awful things going on, why are we not talking about the thousands, if not millions, of incredible things that are happening to put it in perspective? You know? Absolutely. Um, And even when we're sharing stories, you know, I eventually want to develop a a good news news show. And, um, you know, you can still talk about wars, you can still talk about these political things that are happening, but rather than just focus on this is happening, oh my God, everything is awful, I feel powerless and hopeless, share the stories of the people that are doing something about these situations. You know, this is what people are doing in spite of this, or show the humanity, show the resilience, show the love, show the connection, show the the stuff beyond, you know, the few people that are mental people who are causing all these problems due to greed or whatever's going on. Um, and and just share the other stories. So I love it. And also the answer to your question if I kinda of bring that back around. I wanted to, to to show more of that.
0: Oh, and I'm so glad you did, because your just website is chock full of all kinds of good stuff. <laughs> and um and maybe like just to get everybody excited. Um, because you have a you have a lot of just super good stuff on there and you're just so right. It's just with all this going on, it's not burying the head in your sand, but you could if you have twenty-four hours in a day you could think and talk about everything awful that's going on, but you're not actually doing anything. You're making yourself miserable or you can be inspired, watch something else and then take action, Right. you know, to that with other people. So, um, do you want to, um, is there, can you think of any particular story or someone or something that you really like from your uplifting content that you'd like to share?
1: Ooh, oh my gosh. Yeah. There's, um, there are so many, oh my God, where, where do I even start? See because I'd seen because you'd give me the question before and I thought that you'd meant how it had impacted other people. Oh well, you could do that too the, you, you... But, but no, there's there's always so so, so many um, things I'm trying to think of what would be a good one. Just you know, some of the guests that I've interviewed um, for my podcast, the Uplifting Content Podcast, and it's it's, it's similar to this. I just sort of um, interview people that have remarkable stories, and I'm in the process of working on a book, um, which will be uh, even more inspiring stories that people have overcome adversity or, or done really crazy things. Um, nice. Just a little one, for example, we shared a video from this company called Today I'm Brave, um, and it was about a, a young girl that had. I can't remember what her condition was, but she started to um, do tandem um, water ski no, water sur- surfing, tandem surfing with this guy. And like he'll hold her up and they do this like aerial stuff on a surfboard. And so, you know, she had has a, a colostomy bag, I think it's called. Um, and so now she's sort of a champion for young girls that are just something that they're really ashamed of. To show that you know you can still go out and be active and do really cool, amazing stuff. Um, things like that are really cool. Oh my gosh, there's yes. so many And now. I can't think of a single one now. I'm on the on the spot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Well, we scrolled by your website on here, Thank and um, you. and you know I I saw your um I saw your podcast, and, and this is um because I because I met you briefly in, at the gate in um yeah. February, um because I saw your podcast with Donnie Epstein. So we're just going to seg a little bit this year about yeah. the gate. And, um, and network spinal analysis is definitely also another way of doing things. And I've, I've been doing it for over a year and I can say it's absolutely changed my life and even, you know, about my attitude positively. And I'm wondering, you know, what brought you to that? And do you find similar things? Has that helped your, um, you know, you just seem so peppy and uplifting, but has that helped any?
1: Yeah. No, um, so I was introduced to Donnie through my friend Adam Sadiq, who like should should be Donnie's marketing manager, because I mean, he just tells everyone about him and he's, he's incredible. Um, and so he was the one that connected us in the first place. Um, and I've been doing it for about a year, too. I went to a, an event, the first gate event last September and, and made a video about my experience. so If anyone's curious, kind of gives you a little idea of what it's like. Um, and I just find that it's for me, the first time I experienced it, like I've got an awareness that there's things that are beyond our perception. You know, we've, we've got five senses and we, everything that we is in those five senses, we're like, yeah, it's there. Um, but there's also stuff that I am aware that exists beyond what my senses can pick up. But until I went to the gate and I felt and saw what was happening around me, I never really experienced these other things happening that my senses I mean it was just it was just crazy. Like um, I still find it quite hard to explain what it is. Right. But one of the most profound things that I that I got from it was just that realization and connection to source energy and being able to tap into sort of feminine energy. Like they opened stuff up for me. Um, and it was it was just inc- it was it was incredible um, and so the way that helps it it kind of gives me a lot of energy a huge amount of energy um, I, I was so elated and pumped and excited after after the first session after the second session after the second time I went it was interesting because I didn't get to go to the last session and so I, I missed on the session with Johnny which was such a shame my own fault mm. um, and in a way, I felt like it kind of opened you all up and if you don't sort of really rein it in, then it can be a little bit It can like so coming back home after the experience, I just felt a little bit unstable. And I don't think that was necessarily just to do with the gate. It was also to do with where I was at emotionally and my emotions and moods go up and down all the time and it's. That was one of the reasons that I started uplifting content too, to be able to sort of provide a platform people could come to when they're dealing with those, those lows um, to find resources and content that kind of helps move you through that. Um, and so, I deal with this all the time and it, it, the beginning of the year was particularly tough for me. And so, coming back from that, I wasn't as energized as I was um, the first time around, but I still think it's great. And actually, I'm, I'm, I need to book in with uh, Chris George, who's one of the network doctors in LA that I've been seeing, um, you've reminded me I'm going to do that within the next couple days. So it's, it's a powerful, um, treatment experience therapy. I don't even know what you'd call it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. brilliant. I'm down
0: and and then well, kind of, you, you just talked about, you know, about these emotions and up and mm. downs. And I mean, and everybody does that. If you live life, you can go up and down, but with this uplifting content and just how powerful that is, and there's just a lot of research behind um, when you're ruminating on something. So, we've got you're mm-hmm. in a bad mood, bad feelings, and mm, you can't get off, you know, replaying maybe an argument with a partner or something you're like, I wish you would have
1: said. Mm. And
0: something like uplifting content, you know, I found it, and probably this, you know, you know, too personally, is a way to just get out of yourself.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. I think the, our minds, for me the key when everything changed for me was understanding uh, my mind and how like exactly like you said how that we try to control things outside of ourselves by thinking about it so by playing these arguments over and over again as if somehow thinking about them would change the situation but it, it doesn't it just makes us feel awful and when i kind of understood that I could um, change the thoughts that I was thinking when I understood that the thoughts that I was thinking directly impacted my mood. So for example, if I was to get annoyed yesterday that that we, that we didn't do the call yesterday, that would have really impacted my mood. Another choice was to be like, these things happen, it's fine, I can go and lie down, I can go and get up and do some other things and get on with it and we'll do it tomorrow, it will be fine. Um, you make that choice. And once I learnt those simple things, um, everything changed because I was that. I was in my head and to some degree I still am sometimes. I was worried about something the other day and it kept me up till stupid o'clock in the morning because I just was thinking about it and worrying about it and worrying about it and worrying about it. And we do this without realising. A lot of people don't always realise that that's what they're doing and that you can change it and that's what's causing the suffering. And so, yeah, it's finding the tools that work for you. Uplifting content is is an option that's it's as, as much as I've kind of provided to share with people. But I think uh, I interviewed a really great guy called Mastin Kipp. Um, either this year or last year and he said something that was great, like I've got all these tools in place to help me kind of keep on top of my mood and keep things going which is exercise, what I'm eating, what I'm consuming, what I'm watching, reading, listening, being around people, being in nature, all these things that I do to keep me good. But you do have to also address these things. You do have to look at the root cause like what's the trauma or the fear or the worry that's associated with what's going on with you. So. And, and, and with Uplifting Content, there's stuff like that too, so it's not just about you know, looking at something to distract you. Um, it's also about providing tools and work and things that you can do to help you grow and learn and move and be aware and take back control of your mind and your thoughts and things like that. So, yeah, it's, it's a lovely platform if I do say so myself.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've showed it to some people. I'm a therapist um, mm, just to get them out of the funk. Of like what's down and when you're ruminating. And then there are studies that show that over four or five minutes of just focusing on something else that's positive can help get you out of a rumination trap.
1: Right. Brilliant.
0: Just watch that and some of the inspiring things. And at least for me, sometimes it's perspective. You know, when you see someone and you're like, I guess I'll stop bitching about that. You know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How you shift your perspective; it can change. Just changes everything. Yeah, it's, yeah. S- I think perspective is cool because it's slightly—it's slightly better than just saying be be positive. You know, right? Because because you can always because I think being positive is like. You're just forcing a smile on your face and saying, "Oh, everything's okay, everything's fine. And that's not always the case. But by shifting your perspective, it it, it challenges just how you're looking at something. So even the most stressful or awful situation can be turned into, this is an opportunity for me to grow. This is something that I'm gonna really learn from. And when I come out of this, I'm gonna have all these new tools and skills. Like just having that perspective, this is like a fun challenge rather than a really horrible experience that I've got to deal with, you know, so yeah, I yeah, love, a, love a good perspective shift.
0: <laughs> so now, so you've got perspective shifts, you're doing this. Is there anything else that you do that's another way? So you've made this mind shift like, okay, I could get mad at stuff, but here's my another way of doing it. I'm going to call people and laugh, um, I, you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know to put you on the spot. Is there anything else you do that's a little different or another way?
1: You know, um, I think that um, a friend of mine died uh, a few years ago in a car crash. He was 23 and it was very sudden. Oh, and it really sorry. hit me in a way. Thank you. Um, It really hit me in a way that, you know, i always known that life is short and these, you know, you, you, you just you hear that stuff all the time and like live life fully really and life is short. But until he had died, no one really in my life had had, had passed like that it was grandparents who were older and you kind of know that that's coming so you're sort of prepared for it. Um, and just to sort of show up at work in this like amazing, beautiful soul and just beautiful human just not be there anymore really hit me. Um, and it just stopped me living in this place of like, you know, I'm going to do that when or, you know, I'm going to... I'm. It just really stopped me making excuses um, and putting off things that I wanted to do in life. And so, now I guess my other way is I just live life fully as much as possible and like try and and go for any things um, regardless of sort of how they were like, is this a good idea? I mean maybe I should put a bit <laughs> thought in things. So, for example, my Japan trip came out of the blue. I decided a week four and then I was like, I'm going to Japan and then I was there. Um, nice. So, it's, yeah, I mean it's, it's, it's fun. and. Um, I did uh, last year. I did just I just travelled all year, and so I think my other way is just living life as fully as possible and doing um, finding the way. So so you say another way. My key thing is finding the way, right? And you know, when it comes to travel, I hear people say, "Oh, but how, you can't. I can't travel. It's expensive." And blah blah blah. When I was travelling, there were people who had hardly any money at all, and they've been travelling for months and months how to do that, they got creative and found the ways. Some of them were working in hostels. And so they had free accommodation and food in exchange for working a few hours a week. And in their and in their free time they would go off and surf or they would go off and learn Spanish or they would go and do whatever they wanted, but they had free accommodation and travel. That doesn't, you know, you don't need a lot of money to do these things. Or you could go off and volunteer. There was one guy that I met. He's so awesome. I met this guy in the Galapagos Islands who sailed across the Atlantic on a boat for free. What? And because he, sho- I know him and his friends showed up at a marina in, um, I don't know, somewhere on the, somewhere in Europe. Um, and it's a thing that people do. I didn't even realize. And he just basically asked around a bunch of yachts, who needs a crew, who needs help? I'll help you sail across the thing. And this guy said, yeah, it was just a guy on his own that was going to sail across. And so, him and his friend joined this guy. None of them really had any experience. It was really, really? quite <laughs> dangerous and stupid in my opinion. But kind of brilliant at the same time. Anyway, but, and then on the way, he'd met all these other people that were sailing and ended up um, after, the, after he sailed across the Atlantic, he met up with other people that said, could you sail with us from the Galapagos to Australia? And so, he did wow. that and they paid him for it this time. Now, again, it's like, and there was another guy that created a boat a host not a boat hostel, a, a, a bus hostel. He turned a bus into a hostel and drove from Argentina. I met him in, in Ecuador and he was driving all the way up to Alaska. What? And so, it's just like, you know, it's just finding the ways. And so, for me, I've always just been so curious about anything that people are doing. Always asking people, what are you, what are you doing? How do you do that? Like any time somebody's working on something and, and also realizing... Um, A book that really changed my life was Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki and it was the first time I learned about finance and investing and making money work for you. And and the premise of the book is most of us are taught to work for money. So we have to go to work to make money. Um, But what rich people teach their kids is to make your money work for you. So make money while you don't have to work. And just learning about that really shifted everything for me and so I started this. I have businesses now where... I don't have to go and do, you know, an eight to 10 hour day to be paid. And because of that, it gives me that freedom to, to go and do the, all these things that I want to do. And so I guess my other way is um, just thinking outside of the box, being really, really curious, constantly asking questions, constantly learning, and then um, just figuring out the ways that I can do the things that I want to in life. Which we can
0: all do. I love it. I'm just so inspired by that. I mean, that's just (laughs) like, and then just the story about seeing that happening and then asking, because if you don't ask, well, the answer is always no. (laughs)
1: Right. Right. Yeah. We're so fearful of asking for things. It's like just be just be polite and see what happens.
0: All right, and you get surprised, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, just with all this uplifting content, is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you would like our audience to know?
1: Oh, good question. Um, Well, I'm working on an uplifting content, uh, uplifting book series. And the idea is to find people that have really remarkable, inspiring stories. Um, I'll be interviewing them either in person or online um, and then having their stories featured in a book. And so, I'm super, super excited about that. And also in this whole process of just collating, like finding really remarkable people. And it's funny that when you... When your intention and when what you're doing is that, I feel so good and inspired every day when I'm like coming across these stories from people. So, I want to know the book's going to be lovely because just even doing the research for it, I'm already like so excited by everything and so pumped. Um, And so, I guess if anyone knows of any really remarkable, inspiring stories, basically just people doing things, you know, there's one woman who... Um, a disabled woman who um, was born in I think the 60s or the 70s, and and completely changed how um, people with disabilities are treated, especially in the states and got a lot of legislation passed. Before disabled people weren't allowed to teach, she got people teaching again. Um, She she uh, had them be able to to get jobs basically. Just remarkable people like that who when faced with challenges have done really remarkable things because we're all faced with challenges every day that sometimes can seem, Really tough um, and hard, and I feel like when you are constantly shown examples of people doing great things in spite of that, there's two things you can do. One, you can go, "Oh, I feel awful because they've done this and I haven't." And that's one choice that you can make, which is not what we're trying to do. Um, but the second, more common one is when you go, "They did that, so can I?" Like, yes. if they've got through that, I can get through this type of thing, and that's kind of the intention with the uplifting stories collection. is just really um, just providing you with all this evidence of what's possible and what you can do because if someone else can do it, so can you type of thing. So
0: I love that Well, I'll throw in like a research before we let you promote everything. So I'm listening to a book called like Persuasion by uh, Robert Caldini and, and was talking about um, a research of this company who instead of having um you know who's there to be a speaker but the keynotes were actually employees from the company so most oh. of the speakers were employees for the company telling about all of their successes this going beyond what you're talking about and they have like the highest morale more achievers than anywhere else like a true company culture because you know, just what you said there of when you see somebody else do something, yeah, I could do that too. It's inspiring itself. It really works like proven Mm -hmm. works, lifted Mm. up the whole company. So now if you want to get just as bubbly and as uplifted as Ioni and see all that uplifting content, can you tell everybody, so you've got a book coming out, everything that you're going to do, where they can find you, how they can connect with you? 100%.
1: Yeah. So interestingly, you know, I've grown the platform on Facebook, but I don't know if anyone's noticed now when you follow a page on Facebook, you pretty much never see anything from them. So um, it's really (laughs) disappointing. So. Check back if you do follow us on Facebook. Make sure you go to following and then see first. It's uplifting content because the world needs more of it. That's the the, the tagline. And then just go to following and see first to make sure that you actually see something. Um, and then uh, yeah, we're we're on social media everywhere at um, uplifting content or at Ioni Butler for my stuff. Um, and then I have a, an email, um, a newsletter thing, an email which I, I call it my weekly-ish email because the intention was to do it weekly. And I never do it every week. It's like maybe once a month if I'm lucky. Uh-huh. Um, but that's kind of where I just the, the way that I'm just trying to stay directly in contact with people um, giving you an update of what's going on with me. So, I would say yeah, check out the social but you know unless you kind of mark to be reminded you will hardly ever see it. Um, and then uh, or sign up to the weekly update. I would say too if um, you want something that is uplifting Save us in your uh, bookmark bar on, on, um, on desktop or um, save us as a favourite of a page on the mobile so that when you're just feeling down and you want something that's lovely and inspiring, um, you, you've got us there. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. And I will put all the links down below and in the show notes and let me tell you it's just been so wonderful talking to you just your your presence from meeting you and how cool you are in this whole conversation is really a testament to you know, i feel uplifted like after this Maybe. even <laughs> and how it can just really just change your day and change your life and i want to thank you so very much for being a guest on thank the show thank
1: you thank you so much for having me and and thank you it was really lovely to get that feedback um one thing that i try to do as much as possible when I'm in a good place is make my intentions to leave people feeling better than when I met them. And I think that if we all just go about our day with that idea in mind, like how can I just just uplift people? I mean, it's, it's really powerful when we're, when we're all doing that. And so, um, yeah, yeah try, and, try and spread that. It's contagious. It is. I love it.
0: And mission accomplished. You did it today.
1: <laughs> thank you.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much. And you know, there is always another way.